Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and taking a break from paying exorbitant sums of money to have his home remodeled, Mr. Andy Molitor. How goes it, Andy? Yeah, remodeling's dumb, and I hate it, but uh, gonna get it done. Um, yeah, I, I spent a lot. Kids made money last night. Kids did a, finally. They wanted to do a lemonade stand. And God, I just didn't want to deal with that. So finally, we let them just do a lemonade stand. It was like, pay what you want. I made like 45 bucks in like an hour. Oh, pay because, what you want is a smart move. Yeah, we're staying. Well, while the house is remodeling, we're staying in an Airbnb, and it's right on a bike path that's very heavily traveled. So now they're going to want to do this once a week, which is Every fine. Uh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, we're not, not letting that happen. Just get out there. Just get out there. Yeah, th- at this point, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be steak horsing them and taking points and telling them, like, you're no. Sit the- with the cooler of beer. Yeah, the-, the lemonade stand opens at this time. You are now employees, and uh, here's my cut. I should make them pay for the fucking sugar. Like, they didn't pay for supplies. Honestly, we bought those supplies like four it's days ago. The, vi- the VIG is running out of the daily APR on that stuff. But no, uh, it was. Uh, it was a weird morning. Like you wake up, golf is half over. My Scottish Open bets are going horrible. My Barbasol bets are going amazing. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I have to reevaluate the way I situated players for what I think is valuable this week because I didn't do it quite right. Maybe in uh, Scotland and things are things are looking a lot better down in Kentucky. Kentucky land, nice U.S. In Scotland that beat the course of yeah, course Kentu- the hell today. Yeah, it's supposed to be much, much worse in in Kentucky. Like hot, hot, hot with lots of rain. So usually, I don't know. Maybe that knocks the humidity down. Sometimes you have those humid days, <clears throat> and then you get the rainstorm through, and it just feels so much better afterwards. But nineties, humidity's good just, for striking the ball. You can get a little more. You get the ball to do a little more stuff when it's nice and humid. It's a little more action. Yeah, let's, but you're right. It's more daunting physically to be out there. So let's talk about the ideal gas law. Well, just it it comes, it comes up in tennis. Like people say that, well, humidity, the the ideal gas law, there's not air in the golf ball. No, but the ideal gas law comes into play when you're talking humidity equals faster tennis balls, faster baseballs, faster golf balls. Like, and people, it's counterintuitive because they, oh, the air is heavier. Uh, it has to do with the the atomic weight and the elements in the in water. It's oh, just, I see. Uh, I was talking about when it's a little hotter, the ball expands a bit. Yeah, yeah, that helps too. Make contact to get to the center of the golf ball. And that's how you generate spin and do all that good stuff. That's why you know if you notice yourself playing in high humidity, all of a sudden you got a little bit of spin on the ball. That's probably it. Not that you should warm your golf balls, but it helps. You should carry a golf ball warmer. That Alex is incorrect. You should warm your golf balls if that's a thing. But Probably yeah, he he will expand the ball a little to your right. I was yeah, I was on the humidity train because it is it's so counterintuitive. The air feels heavy. The ball should take it should struggle to get through that. But no, the the molecular weights say otherwise. And there's I've read articles about it. And it just it's one of those blow your mind things that's shouldn't really blow your mind because it's a dumb little thing that doesn't have all that many practical uses outside of talking and betting on sports. Uh, what are you going to do, though? <clears throat> so from uh, what, what do we start with today? Throwing. Oh, we're st- 
I'm watching some ladies tennis. And I will be betting, like I said, every ladies soccer match. <laughs> be Not, the best start that. Not the best start. Yeah, England looked great. They got on the board right away. <laughs> Apparently, bet to nil was the the look. Congrats! And I said, you know, take this bet. Maybe bet to nil. Clean sheets too expensive, but you can parlay it. But those all won. My bet lost. So zero and one down in a hole, like uh, Lane Staley. Not good, but uh, we will bounce back. And Northern Ireland was a team I wrote some notes on when I did some research late at night, the day before the tournament started. And they're bad. Like, uh, I got to look at the FIFA women's rankings. I believe, and I know this for a fact, they are the lowest FIFA-ranked team that is in this tournament currently. Like, there's only... I. What are we saying? There's four groups of four. So there's only there's only 16 teams. A lot of them are, you know, the top 16 teams. Northern Ireland is the 47th best team in the world, according to the FIFA rankings. Nuzzled right between Uzbekistan and Myanmar, which I'm never sure if I'm saying right. But Myanmar. Myanmar? Myanmar. Normally Burma. Yes, it is. Uh, I liked it better when it was Burma because it's Always easier be to say. Andy. Yeah, it will be. I'm, you know, Pator went out for Burma. I'm going to have to go look and find out if it was like some horrible despot that was overthrown and ruling the Burmese people. And like, it's yeah, better it. now as Myanmar, but yeah, either way, you don't think of Uzbekistan and Myanmar as soccer powerhouses, nor should you. Northern Ireland is down in that, in that range. So they're bad. And you can tell they're bad with, you know, the, just go look at the line. They're a huge underdog to Norway. Norway isn't, you know, one of the teams that's expected to compete bigly in this tournament with some better teams, but they do have Ada Helgeberger or whatever, one of the best players in the world who hasn't played for the national team for quite a while since she was, she had a bit of a dispute with them and then she had an ACL injury, but she's back and she's very good, prolific scorer and they should beat the shit out of Northern Ireland, but Northern Ireland is squirrely. They can't play defense worth a shit. I think they are going to get just throat stomped, but they score. They can attack on the counter, and they can score against better teams. So I, I tried to find like just a team total over a half on them. Didn't have a lot of luck on getting the price I wanted. So I just kind of opted for the over three and a half because under money has come in all day yesterday. This was sitting, getting close to pushing four. It was 3.75 flat. It is down to almost three and a half flat. So I'm going to fade the steam, go against the smart money, and you know, maybe we do see unders to start this tournament as teams find their way through playing in some of these, you know, unique arenas. But I don't know. The Norwegian team seems fine. So I, I think we see a, a squirrely like 4-1 win here. Uh, Nor I think Norway does stomp them. But I'm on the over for day two. And Halle broken to start the second set. Rybakina looking at a – has she made a final in a slam ever, Noops? No, no. I, that, there's I, no – like, it would have been here, if anywhere, and I don't remember it. Here, maybe the Australian Open would be maybe a good spot for her. She loves it down under. But, yeah, this will be her first final. But it looks like, Andy, in 1898, one year after the ruling junta brutally suppressed a pro-democracy uprising, military leaders suddenly changed the name from Burma to Myanmar. So it appears that it was a bit of a marketing move by the leadership there. And most countries still refer to them as Burma. And actually, apparently in the Burmese language, it 
isn't that big of a change. Apparently, just me and Mars, a more formal version of the word Burma. Thanks, PBS. You know, it's just, it's all marketing these days. It's real wag the dog shit. I might watch wag the dog and then Charlie Wilson's war back to back. Really get my tinfoil going. But have you ever seen wag the dog? Not great, but good enough. Charlie Wilson's so. war way, way better. I gotta, I gotta finish sneakers. We started watching that the other day. My favorite is watching old movies about hacking because the computers are so old and they're, it's all like the green screen stuff. But I started sneakers the other day and the wife fell asleep. So got to finish that <laughs> one of these nights. But tonight, Thor, Love and Thunder, um, definitely going. I, I just love Thor. He's the funniest Marvel character by far. So, um, yeah. He is funny. Like I like he's, he's like Robert funny. Robert Downey Jr.'s trying. Like Thor is just accidentally funny. The gnat with Sandra Bullock could call. He was he was funny in Ragnarok. Right, that's exactly right. the first Thor movie is awesome. Ragnarok's great. The other one is just a pile of hot garbage. Oh, the dark the dark elf thing. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I don't, that's not good. No. Thank, I'm pinning my hopes on... I'm a little worried about this one, that it's just going to be a lot of hair metal and uh, weird fights. Although maybe that's better. I don't know. Maybe they just go Ragnarok. That, that's what I'm hoping, is like they've they've just taken that, because it is it is Taika Waititi again. So it's, you got you got the Ragnarok director, and I mean, I'm 90% sure he directed Ragnarok, because it was fun, and that's what he does. But yes, uh, I will watch the net with Sandra Bullock. I'll watch anything with Sandra Bullock, tell you the truth. God. I think that inspired a great uh, computer sales company, the net. The net. I'm trying to remember. Netscape? Based out of Queens. Um, I'll look into that. I am going to look. Now do Nepal. No, we're not doing Nepal. Um, tennis. So tennis is underway. Like this morning we had Jabour defeat, um, name is escaping me. The German Tatiana Maria, Tatiana Maria this morning in three sets, truck stick in the third set, but, uh, kind of a little bit of a letdown. It was interesting to watch that second set. Halep on the brink of, you know, being consolidated, go down 2-0, down a break and a set. As a minus 300 favorite to Rabakina, maybe some boom value time. Not sure. She doesn't look real good. I'm not thinking I want to pull the trigger on her. But uh, uh, so tennis isn't happening today outside of maybe some other tournaments. Is that what we're betting on? Well, this is technically tomorrow, but pretty much everything is done today, even the smaller yeah. tournaments in Europe. And we'll see it. Um, Halep is definitely uh, on the ropes here. She has come back from situations like this before. And we know Rybakina, um can be a little wafy from time to time, but she really does look locked in and should be able to serve her way through this match. So excited to see what we get for a Jabor Rybakina final. We'll almost certainly take the over there. So um, if that opens up overnight and for some reason they make a mistake and hang a 21 or a cheap 21 and a half, hit the over because I'll be giving that out tomorrow morning. But as for some smaller tournaments, we do have play tomorrow because, again, the women aren't going to play until Saturday. Um, in France, there is a small tournament. Again, these one of those. It's at 125K, so some websites have it under WTA. Some have it under Challenger. Um, since it's a French word, I'll assume you just don't say really any of the consonants, so it's Calvaville or something like that. I don't know. It's French. But Anna Bondar Calvaville. and Calvaville. Calvaville. Yeah. I don't really care. It's a silly language. Good. 
Anna Bondar. We're going to put her together with Sarah Arani. Um, again, two money lines I like and find some value, and so happy to put them together. Bondar goes up against the Australian Olivia Gadecki. Gadecki, a very good player, someone that will definitely be backing once we get back to hardcore season. But we're in a little bit of a clay run here. Remember, we go clay, grass, then back to clay, and then we'll get back to North America in a couple weeks or some hard courts. But for now, um, Bondar in this price is right around minus 240. I have her closer to 350 here. Um, really had a fantastic clay season earlier in the year. Um, piled on some nice hard court results and um, hasn't played much tennis lately, but has been winning the matches she has played. So happy to take her and put her together with Sarah Arani, who is under a minus 165 or so in this parlay. I have her closer to minus 185, almost minus 190. And part of it is just a little tweak that I make for Arani and some of my models. She goes up against an Italian player who's younger than her and just about every player on tour at this point is younger than Sarah Arani. She crushes some of these young, less talented Italian players. And I think part of it is just simply it's an awful experience to play tennis against Sarah Arani. She is cursing at you. She is cursing at the ref. All of it happening in Italian and very aggressively. Um, just really bowls over some of these players and honestly even before considering that i have a pretty decent edge here so like her quite a bit in this match put the two together give me a parlay at plus 130 again that'll be early tomorrow morning in france and was up most places most places have lines like this but you might have to poke around a little bit you should be able to find it contrava <clears throat> contrava that's prince contra something who cares it's a jam controversy Feeling a little squirrely this morning. Got up too early to All watch the Prince golf. movies are on HBO, by the way, Andy. If you wanted to do a what? Prince movie marathon, I could watch some Purple Rain. Uh, under the Cherry Bridge. Yeah. I'm sorry, Under the Cherry yeah. Moon, Graffiti Bridge. Camillo Viegas has beaten uh, just the breaks off of Sang Moon Bay. That's making me feel a little better about some of these matchups. It's a fun sentence to say. Camillo Viegas. Yeah, he, I've told that story. He's the first golfer I really watched golf live. And he shot like a seven or eight on a par four after just living in some fairway bunkers for the better part of 10 minutes. It was, it was a whole thing. So I'm, I'm I have a special uh, bond with Camillo. And then I really don't know much about uh, Sang Moon Bay, except people use Bay on the internet. Not her. I think it just means like your girl or something like that, or your lover. No, rela no, no relation to the Reverend Sang Young Moon. No, I don't think they are related. Nor are they Burmese. Nor I wonder what the what's what's the term for someone from Myanmar? Then Myanmarese? I would just say Burmese. If we're if we're fine using them inter Myanmarian, Myanmarian is very good. I would go with that. I like that. Um, what do I have here? A couple of golf and like I said, so normally I'll give out some afternoon golf. That shit ain't happening for Scotland. Scotland's near over like that is going to be you know tea times early in the morning and by early i mean 2 a.m ish we're starting so a lot of the golf is pretty close to being done but in the barbasol i do have a couple plays that don't start until this afternoon which is nice because then we can talk about them here but um a full tournament play and i did lay the stroke and a half chess and hadley um is someone I didn't love in my rankings. I I thought I'd have him a little higher, but I did play Hayden Buckley over him. I laid the stroke and a half just to make it uh, be because I had such a decent-sized 
advantage there, but I'm going to have to look what I hate about Hadley. I mean, uh, a lot of Hadley was just irons play, apparently not finding greens, not having much of a course fit, not uh, coming up with any of the fairway finding metrics I went and looked at. I just have him incredibly low on the list for a guy who is technically playing kind of well right now. Like his form is okay. So I think his his price was probably a little inflated due to his form. And I'm fading him with uh Hayden Buckley, who is a guy I like. I have I have him kind of in the in the spots where I have thought about putting him in and outright. That's not something I bet, but his form is just as good as Hadley's, if not a little better. And he does find greens. This is an easy course. You need to be doing things well and then have an easy course. Is there an opposite to the word exacerbate? Like, because I feel like that has a negative connotation. The positively exacerbate. Like, if you're really good at finding the greens on all the tour courses, just in general, and you're good with your irons, an easy course like this, you should be the guy who's killing in proximity, where all your stuff is lighting you. You're just tons of opportunities, tons of birdie putts, and that's where I am with Hayden Buckley. I think he can score. And then uh, for just round one, I did play uh, Austin Cook fade with Vaughn Taylor. Vaughn Taylor is somebody, again, that I've I've bet a few times. I'm going to have to see where I have him. He's, he's middle-ish here. These are a real cavalcade of names. I mean, there are some people I had to look up. Uh, Tom Lewis comes to mind. I talked to him. I talked to him. I did not talk to him. I talked about him in the golf chat a little bit. And I'm like, what happened to this guy? He won some European events like forever ago. And then he came on tour. He had good results in 21. And then I can't really find him doing anything for the bet. But he was a COVID golfer. He was a guy who kind of cleaned up a little when other golfers weren't playing. And I don't know. He jumped out to a lead today. But uh, the guy I bet, Vaughn Taylor, a little more of a name. Um, I have him high enough. Little, little leery about irons, but really high course fit for me. He has been playing well. <clears throat> and Austin Cook is someone I'll, I I haven't figured out why I hate uh, hate his numbers so much, but a lot of it does come down to just ball striking and irons play, and he's not he's not coming up in any of the metrics where I say like, hey, can this guy go low on this course? Does he have the blow up putter round where he can sun sun run? That's a fun one I've been seeing a lot with the you know some of these tournaments we've had lately too where like the John Deere, where somebody just has to, you know, go nuclear for two or three rounds and coast through the other one, they're going to go wire to wire. Like we saw that in Scotland with uh, Tringali just going nuts. And I don't know. That wasn't the that wasn't the tournament. That wasn't the course where I thought I'd see someone go nine under on day one. I really thought it was something we were going to see in the other one. And there are plenty of people five or six under on the back nine, so. There's a guy named Ricardo Guvia who leads the Barbasol right now. Not a thousand percent sure. Yeah, you know who's in second place? Tom fucking Lewis. Look at him. God, I, I should have bet on this guy. I brought him up. We had this whole conversation that I left him off the card, but Tom Lewis is doing great. So those two, Von Taylor over Austin Cook, minus 105, and then laying the strokes with Buckley over Hadley, even money. I'll have more stuff tomorrow. I'm going to bet both these tournaments all weekend. Outrights in Scotland. Yeah. Outrights in Scotland, I don't think you're doing very good. Did not place an outright at Barbasol. The more I looked at it, I said, 
I kind of just want to take all guys who are 100 to 1 or more or like 80 to 1 or better. And once I started digging through names, I'm like, I'm struggling with uh, finding, you know, guys I like at this point. So, and look at Food Snob taking, taking a day one victory lap. You know what happened to AD when he did that? Tony Finau came back against uh, Patrick Reed. Didn't go well. I don't know. Billy Billy Horschel's getting it together now. He's only three shots back, and it's day one. Horschel is Horschel's about to go on a run. I don't know if you guys knew that. Billy Ho's ready to heat up. He's he's getting ready to heat up. So, and then real quick before we, uh, yeah, you did jinx it. No such thing as jinxes, but a lot of golf yet to be played. Um, prop swap. If you're looking at any futures for next week for the Open, might be a good place to head. You can still get your five hundred dollar. Uh, deposit match using our promo code betsperts double your is that is that something you watch at all because it's so early alex like it's it's morning golf man uh i try to get some i mean tennis is on so yeah that's the problem watching tennis i'm probably gonna have to watch watch golf tomorrow honestly i don't care so much about men's tennis i'm gonna have two tvs rolling i'm even if you don't like men's tennis, I kind of feel like you have to watch tomorrow. I guess Curious or, Nadal, I'll probably have to turn yeah, it on Nadal can I, play. I can He's got some shit. sort of tear in his abdomen, but it's going to try to play tennis. And, We've and, and been down this road. Yeah. He hasn't melted down yet. So. Yeah, we've been down this road with uh, Nadal before. He's, oh, he's hurt, and oh, he almost retired, and oh, his box told him to retire, and he's really hurt. And then you find out he trained for like 45 minutes with someone else today and he's fine. And he's, I mean, the order plays up. He's playing. He hasn't pulled out. So I have a bad feeling about the people who got CLV with early Nick numbers. Like Nick has not melted yet, but man, he is essentially, if he wins, let's assume he wins. He's about to play two of the most frustrating motherfuckers on the planet as far as just hitting balls you don't think you should have had to hit back like just gr- even on grass you know nadal covers the so much ground it's just forward. the toilet yeah. breaks i don't yeah who do you think do you, I, I don't know has nick garnered any maybe you know it's not a question for you who hasn't watched a lot of men's tennis but i'm kind of thinking if nick has maybe garnered some goodwill Nobody likes Sitsipas. Shitting on Sitsipas wasn't going to be like a, a negative for him. <laughs> Maybe unless there's a big Greek Pretty population. Fruit. Yeah, it really is. So I, I think maybe he garnered some goodwill, but I can't see the crowds not backing big three players. Like that's that's what crowds do. They want to see the, the superstars win. So Something if we Nick's if, in the other chat when Novak was down 2 0, it's, it's not just. That the crowd wants to cheer for an underdog, they want to cheer for Novak, and now they have a chance to do it. But you go back and look, Kyrgios is two and zero lifetime against Novak Djokovic. Yeah, never, never met best of five apparently though. I have not. So no. that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think I think Novak probably waxes Nori. I mean, go look at the odds. the The market also thinks probably. And then I think the Nadal yeah, take matches. Take those Nori tickets and sell them on Prop Swap immediately. <laughs> if you have a Nori to make the final, like see what you can get for it. It's it's going to be a rough go of things. If you struggle with Guffan like that, Novak, even you know the Novak we saw struggle for a couple sets. Fuck, he's he's very good. So, be uh, 
one good match. I won't watch that one. I'll watch the other one. Thanks. I'm definitely just going to turn flash score on for the Novak match. Just let it come to me. I have a Novak future. Kelly, Kelly talked to me into placing a little bit on it at a, uh, well, not even the 10,000. Yeah, he had him as I think minus a million was his fair price. He said, oh, I, which, was okay. I believe it was hyperbole, but he did like him a lot this uh tournament. So I have a couple of parlay tickets tied to Novak winning two more matches. So that would be nice, but uh, I digress and we'll we'll ride off into the sunset and come back and do this one more time. We'll have Matt come talk some baseball to help us. I'm assuming there's just women's heroes every day, so. Women's Euros tomorrow is two matches. Ooh. There's an early match, 11 a.m. So that one, we'll have to lead with Euros because one match starts right as the show ends. Spain, Finland, and then Spain is a huge favorite. And then Germany, Denmark, with Germany as a uh, a bit of a shorter favorite. So we'll get into those tomorrow. We'll look at more some more Contra-Ville. Whatever. And the women's final. We'll talk about the women's final for sure. Tip of the hat. Matt hit the music too early, I think. Can really tell when Dan's not here. Well, Dan uh, hates the way you do anyway, so Dan's probably just laughing now. 